Welcome to the Fantasy Baseball Podcast. We are live. This is your host, Tim Kanak. You can find me on the Twitter at Fantasy Baseball. And you can find my boy, Gabe Jenna, at Catcher Streamer on the Twitter. What's up, Gabe? What's happening? Not much, dude. How's your toe? It's getting much better. Uh, on flat ground, it's pretty okay now. Nice. Unless I'm wearing a, a shoe and I tie it really tight, then it sucks. And then when I work, walk on roofs, though, it still sucks when I'm yeah, on slow groups because it's just like way too much pressure down at the end of my foot. I, um, I feel like we're coming to a little, a little trend here where Raymond is missing our weekly podcast for one reason or another, and then you are missing the weekend one. Yeah. Because you've got daddy duties on the weekend or yeah. hubby duties. Is it hubby duties Whatever. or daddy duties? I want to say it's uh, more hubby duties than daddy duties, right? Yeah, dude. I've got like – I mean, so I mow for like – six hours a week and i usually do that on saturday so i'm not around at all uh on saturday and then you know i just can't i can't make another disappearance why don't you pay somebody to do that mm. hey that's a question i ask you all the time tim <laughs> <laughs> you should pay somebody to do that dude if oh, i was I would... you if i if i was mowing the grass for six hours i would be so wasted after every time because <laughs> i would just be drinking beer the entire time like i would be uh... shit canned by the end yeah. of the mowing. Yeah. I don't think that'd work out too well out here. A lot of it. So I have to push mow for like an hour and that wouldn't be very easy to do wasted. I would imagine. That's the start. Actually, no, <laughs> you, you, you start on the right on, get some nice sun, get a good, good buzz going. And then you do the push. The yeah. Then you do the push. <laughs> you do the push once you've got your buzz going. And then after the pushing, then you get back on the right on. That's how, uh, that's how it's done, baby. I think, you did, I think there would be some puking and rallying at some point in that. Probably. You know, I don't know if this is a real thing, but I heard one time, you know the, uh, and we're so, we're so off course here, but you know the, uh, the <laughs> iRobot things? Yeah, exactly. Where's yeah. Raymond? Everybody yeah. loves Raymond. Uh, we're, you know the little iRobots, right? You put in your house mm-hmm. and they, they sweep the floor or whatever, yeah. vacuum the floor. They, apparently, they are, there are iRobots for mowing the lawn. Hmm. Interesting. That sounds costly. Yes, you should own but, one. You, yeah. you already have all the other Elon Musk things. Why not own <laughs> robots too? Like I'm assuming it's called would be a very very costly. It's <laughs> called Boston Dynamics. Get one of the Boston Dynamic robots to to clean the grass or to cut the grass to guard your house when you're sleeping. Just give it a sh- give it a shotgun while you're sleeping. That can't go wrong, right? Do they just mow right over the logs and the sticks and stuff that fall down between mows? <laughs> yeah. It, all, then all you have to do is put an, an Arnold uh, flesh skin mask over its face and you're good to go, dude. <laughs> Skynet, Skynet beginning. It's just the, the, your robot mowing your grass. That is the beginning have, of, of the end of the world. You're going to have some editing to do here, mask boy. No, 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 no. This is staying in. This is, this is gold. Uh, and, and talking about grass... Jazz Chisholm is out four to six weeks with turf toe. I think he was mowing the grass too much like you did. <laughs> he needed an iRobot in his life. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> or he needs a robot, a robot toe. I feel like Jazz is hurt. <laughs> you know, like I put Jazz pretty high up, I think, in my dynasty rankings. And now I'm beginning to consider if he's going to be the Byron Buxton of like the National League now. Dude. Because I feel like he's always hurt. Power speed guys, man. He's got the same, he has the same, you know, he just goes balls to the wall all the time. And he's kind of a wiry guy, you know, just that, that, that usually leads to a high risk profile for injury. 
Who's going to play more games this year? Jazz Chisholm or Byron Buxton? Oh, man. I want to say Jazz, but but with this newest development, maybe not. Who's going to play more games? Jazz Chisholm or Royce Lewis? Jazz again, I have to say. I can't. I can't. I, <laughs> Royce will be back for a week or two, and he'll be donezo. Oh, he already hit a homer, though. Come on. He already AAA, hit a homer in AAA. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about a week or two in the major leagues. He can't come off the 60-day until the first or I think, like June 1st or something like oh, that. Oh, he's got to stay healthy for a couple more weeks still. That's a, that's a huge ask, Tim. <laughs> not, it's not that big of an ask. Royce Lewis. All right. Uh, <laughs> he hasn't even played two weeks in the last three years. The, okay, so so what happens first? Does Royce Lewis make the come up to the majors, or does Alec Manoa throw a quality start? Royce Lewis is going to come to the majors first. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you've given up. You're, you have given up on Alec Manoa. Alec Manoa is going to have to fly through the air at this point before I trust him on the mound again. You know, here's the good news for you is that when I traded you Alec Manoa, you traded me back as a part of the trade, Grayson Rodriguez, and he has been just as bad. So, all, you know, uh, honestly, all of those guys involved in that trade haven't been that great this year. Jordan Walker is like sucking eggs at AAA. I almost traded for him in FAI also, and I checked his AAA slash, and it is like horrible. Yeah, he is hitting the ball on the ground way too much. He also has like a 150 BABIP or something in AAA. So I really wouldn't hold that much against him. Uh, J-Rod, though, dude, J-Rod is still J-Rod. He'll be fine. Maybe. Remember last year? <laughs> J-Rod, dude, last year at this time, at this point in time, all he was doing was stealing. He had like no homers at this yeah, point. Yeah, but like he was two also homers. getting on base a lot. He was still a top 100 player. Yeah, but he was also hurt a little bit. I don't know. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. We'll see. Yeah. I'm gonna give him the. I'm gonna give him the doubt because I'm hoping that trade looks better for me over the years. <laughs> no offense. Yeah. Well, Alec Manoa, I think, has to lose. Has to go on your uh, one meal per day diet in order to, to get lose. get back oh, down to. <laughs> he's gonna have to lose an entire Backstreet Boy before he gets his uh, control back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, dude, Manoa, G Rod, both getting rocked. Makes me sad. I think there's a chance G-Rod might be sent down. There's a chance. They did just call up Cole Irvin back onto the team. So there's a chance G-Rod goes down with that call up. But who knows? We'll see, I guess, in a week. to a different organization probably before he gets really good, but that's a ways out. Oh, yeah. That's the Jake Arrieta move right there. Jock Peterson placed on the IL with a right-hand contusion. Say it ain't so. And Mike Yastrzemski, I think, came back the same day Jock went down. So um, I had a little bit of Jock. He's a nice little uh, platoon dude. Is there a dog, like, crying? Oh, no, that's my kid crying. Let me turn the monitor down. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, just a kid. Whatever. That's my kid. She's actually in a dog cage, which might be one of the reasons she's crying. I don't know. (laughs) Does she have food and water? Has she been a good girl? Yeah, I just put new water in there, so I don't know what she's complaining about. (laughs) <laughs> maybe her collar is too tight yeah maybe <laughs> I'll have Raymond check it <laughs> dude just stop you're sitting on the e-collar button that's what the problem is <laughs> there we go C- I listened it <laughs> CJ Crone placed on the IL with hurt feelings from Bryce Harper <laughs> just joking just joking oblique strain uh, but what else is new? Everybody's out with an oblique strain. But yeah, the Harper, Bryce Harper thing was hilarious. It was hilarious. Did you see, like, called him a joke of an organization? 
Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's so funny. And his best He's friend like, is on the team. Yeah, that's all I could think about was that was KB <laughs> is on that team. And I was like, I wonder if he included KB in that. No, he did because he's he said he, he like says in it he's like you're a fucking joke and he's like every, last every one of you. single one of you <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah he, he's probably just a little butthurt that uh, Chris Bryant went there instead of to Philadelphia because he was chasing the money. I'm assuming Philly wasn't gonna give him, yeah I was gonna say nobody's gonna give him 180 million dollars anywhere else. Yeah yeah I mean maybe Philly was gonna give him the Nick Cassianos deal and Bryant wanted more so. Yeah. But didn't, is it Brian's agent, uh, Scott Boris? Yeah, of course. So, dude, yeah, because Brian didn't have a choice. Scott yeah. Boris owns his clients. They're like, <laughs> you will listen to me or else you, you are going into the furnace. So, like, you're you going to the, go to the Rockies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tighten your collar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll send you to Oakland. I'll sign you to Oakland. I don't care. <laughs> you will listen to me or you're going to Oakland. <laughs> you're going to... AJ, put time out. AJ, AJ Puck placed on the IL with uh, elbow nerve irritation. So AJ Puck, uh, bye bye. Elbow nerves, not good. Bye bye AJ. There's a trend here, Tim. Yes. Hasn't AJ Every Puck pitcher... been the next best thing for the last several years? He's like the Every... Byron Bucks in the pitchers. Yeah, every pitcher is dying. That is the trend. <laughs> except for like, except for Garrett Cole. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and some of the rookies. Max Kepler, IL, with a hamstring strain. Uh-oh. Nick did, Nicola Dolo. Raymond called this one, but it's still sad. Nicola Dolo to miss at least one month with a calf injury. How does a yeah, pitcher... Like, how bad is a calf injury for a pitcher to miss a whole month? Dude, you cannot skip leg day, man. Like, they got this, these little chicken legs out there. Trying to throw 100 miles an hour, you gotta you gotta do those squats. You gotta do those, you know, leg presses. Yeah, you gotta be like Spencer Strider. Do the Spencer yeah. Strider workout. That yeah, should be a legs, thing, dude. He should make first. a pitching. He should just make a pitching regimen for like work, like calf workouts for like leg workouts, <laughs> and he would get loaded. Well, Jake Arrieta did that. Jake Arrieta did he really? got like he made workouts for legs. Well, yeah, he's got a. I don't know. He's got a. His Instagram channel is all about him doing yoga and mad squats. Yeah, didn't he used to walk or like do handstands around the yeah. locker room? Yeah, the guy's a freak. You gotta have a core strength, dude. Arm is good. Yeah. Well, how good that? How how well did that do for him? He had like three or four years of health, and then the rest of his career is done. So. Yeah. Well, better better than some of these guys have had so far. Yeah, Matt McClain. Call talking about the Reds. Called up my boy Matt McClain. I have him in every league except for one, and you have him in that league. And you're getting ready to give him to me, what, for a four for a nine, you said? That is your wish. <laughs> your wish may not be my command. We'll have to talk about that. We'll see. Yeah. We might have to, we might just have to hit, break out another just hit, dog cage. He just hit four home runs and one at bat. You should really put your hands on quick. <laughs> that's pretty solid. That's, that's, that's probably a record. Uh, the Reds also called up Brandon Williamson to replace – the deceased Luis Sessa. And Raymond says we should stop calling guys who are out of the majors dead guys. But I don't know. I think it's yeah, okay. Yeah. We're on I, it, dude. Yeah, when, dude. When, when we're singing, it's all in fun and in jest. We're not, we're, we're it's just like the little emo, skull emoji. Bye bye. See ya. Once, once, like, once Raymond can tell me <laughs> the difference between Roy Holiday and Zach Wheeler, then he can have a seat at that table. 
the difference is Roy Halliday is better. Is no, no, no. What else? This is what happens when you're gone, Raymond. This is your fault. Uh, power outage? Come on. You're sending me trade offers right now. Power outage. Mason yeah, Miller. Yeah. Mason Miller uh, went for a second opinion, and speaking the second of, opinion. No, no, I will resuscitate him. I swear. He's my guy. I have to resuscitate him. Uh, get out the defibrillators now. Mason Miller has a minor UCL strain, and they're going with the rest thing. So they're going to Zach Allen, this bad boy. They're going to Andrew Painter, this bad boy. He ain't getting no TJ, and he is expected back this season. When? I guess. Uh We'll find out in two or three years. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I don't know. This always scares me, but it works sometimes. Like it worked for Tanaka. It wor- it's worked for Zach Allen. Uh, it did not work for who was it? The Angels pitcher who tried that? Was that Haney who tried that? I think it was oh, Haney, yeah. Andrew Haney when he was with the Angels. Uh, There's a couple guys who have tried the whole rest and rest, the, the rest and rehab thing, and it has backfired on them. Uh, who was uh, Garrett Richards? Right. Gary Richards, Angels. Uh, man, I think you're thinking, I think you're thinking about Tyler Skaggs. No, dude, that's a de- that's the, the real dead guy. <laughs> no, Garrett Garrett Richards. Uh, he yes, Garrett Richards. That is who I'm thinking about. Tim he Sanford, had a, a torn Tim UCL. Sanford. No, he tore his UCL, and he got uh PC. He got a. I was gonna say PCP injections. He got a. He got the 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 thing that Joe Rogan always talks about the uh, the shot. The the injection the what's it called oh, Can, it comes from the baby cord thing whatever it is you're thinking about Bud stem cells from Varsity Blues that, that's it dude <laughs> no stem you got a stem cell injection in his elbow and it didn't do anything and then he had to get the TJ anyway like he, he just wasted like six months that's what yeah. I was thinking anyway dude, Mitch is, Keller jokes aside man though with the Mason Miller thing like that's I don't know man I I I hate I really do hate to see it but. Uh, I mean, this is, we've talked about this numerous times on this podcast. Uh, and I, I, I hate it, dude. I, I really do. I hate it. But, um, I mean, this is a guy that, you know, has, has still not thrown, you know, 50 professional innings over the last, you know, three years. So we'll see. Yeah. Oh, breaking news, breaking news. This is big news, dude. Anibal Sanchez finally retired. Oh, nice. That's one of Raymond's Detroit. That's a Raymond. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a Raymond one. Oh, Raymond, you're missing out, bro. You're missing out. Another one was Detroit Cy Young Award winner candidates. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, More news, more news. Um, Domingo Herman, your boy, ejected with a foreign substance check. Tell me about Domingo Herman and Aaron Judge. You were ranting a a little about it before we started. Dude, it's the Yankees, and like, you know, it's you know, I, I think I you can't convince me they don't cheat. I was telling some of my non-baseball friend and baseball fan friends about the Aaron Judge thing, and they just like started laughing at me. And they're like, "Dude, you know the the fact that that the catcher, you know, the, the fact that there's any signs to steal is really a huge black eye for baseball. Like that in this day and age, there doesn't need to be the catcher doesn't need to be giving any visual signs to the pitcher you know, we've got the, the pitch calling t- technology. It's been approved. It's, it's enacted. So, you know, they were, they were just like, 
you know, they couldn't believe that that this is still, you know, they literally, a, possibly a World Series was was stolen on the back of, you know, stealing signs uh, from the catcher to the pitcher. And that, and honestly, dude, the, the the following year that that should have been out. And so, you know, I think a lot of the people are are kind of losing patience with the uh, with that narrative which is kind of fair, you know, that's, uh, we've been through this. It's been a huge embarrassment to the sport and, and it really, it should be cleaned up. I mean, football uses electronics, you know, sign call or uh, play calling and, and baseball does too now. So there's not really a, any room for, uh, or I guess the sympathy is, you know, kind of going away. Yeah. I mean, pitchers are still always going to have like little tells here and there, or, you know, they're going to, Sometimes they they give away what pitch they're going to throw based on the way their arm is angled or the way they set up or whatever it might be. But as far as yeah, calling stealing a sign that shouldn't happen. And like some of these older catchers, the way that they won't wear the the new technology, like Yachty last year, for instance, he would not wear the what's it called the little what whatever they called. Whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. He wouldn't do it. He's calling signs Dude, like that's, so. Your so yeah. so his signs are gonna be stolen. You know, I just feel like at some point you, you almost have to be like, well, that's you know, that's a that's a risk you run when you're dropping your fingers down for everyone to see, literally an entire nation to see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, like grandfathering. You know, it's gonna change things. Are, once some of these older catchers get out of the game, you we'll know, stop it's, it's all gonna, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, more news, just a few more notes. Mitch Keller is likely to get a contract extension with the Pirates now. Like, man, <laughs> like if Raymond, if think, Raymond, what do you think just, about that, Raymond? <laughs> dude, if, if I'm just thinking, if Raymond, if like we didn't make fun of him for drafting Mitch Keller, he, I wonder if he would have kept him if we just like didn't say anything. Like, oh, Mitch Keller, okay. <laughs> like, like would he have kept him? And then he would have gotten like one of the steals of the draft. Yeah, yeah. Somebody got a deal on that. Maybe I don't know. I guess he, you know he, when he drafted Mitch Keller for the sixteen dollars, thinking he was Joe Musgrove, and then he he said to himself after he was like, "It was karma because I nominated Julio Junior. Who you're renominating now, or fake yeah. Julio or whatever it is." Yeah. Um, maybe the karma, the real karma, was him dropping Mitch Keller <laughs> and not like just keeping it for that dollar, that sixteen bucks. <laughs> So Kumar, dude, Kumar Rocker, get this. Yesterday, uh, MLB Pipeline dropped a new top 100, and Kumar Rocker was on it because he's been dealing so far in the minors. And then it was just announced today that he's getting TJ. It's like a curse. Like right when he hit the top 100 prospects, boom, see ya. See ya in a year and a half. When he comes back, he's going to be like 25 now because he lost that whole year. Kind of sucks. Dude, it's heartbreaking, man. It's heartbreaking. He's a reliever now. Story. What's the story with him? Did he was he a first round draft pick that didn't sign? Yes, and the Mets the, the Mets? Mets drafted him, and then didn't sign him. Screwed around with um, the physical or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, maybe, maybe this is why this. they didn't sign him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe they saw this. But they didn't sign him, so then he had to get redrafted the next year, and then uh, yeah, he so he lost a whole year basically, and got drafted yeah. by the Rangers, number three overall. And here we are. Now it looks like he's going to be a reliever. Maybe a closer, at least. Uh, Garrett Crochet is back, dude. That's a sneaky, under-the-radar ad in Deep Leagues. Garrett Crochet is back in the fold for the White Sox. So, I like that. First Moves. guy up out of that draft class. Yeah. And he, the first guy, maybe he'll be the last guy. 
I don't know. I can't remember who else was in that. I can't remember who else was in the draft. Actually, I mean, that was, was a good draft. right? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. That was yeah, a good there's one. a lot of guys that didn't even get drafted that are good. Yeah. Moves that we made this week, or that I made. We'll get to your trade. TGFBI added a $28 Casey Schmidt. I tried to go for Yuri, but I could not even afford like his bad elbow ligament, his worst elbow <laughs> ligament, because he went for so much money. He went for more money than I think I had remaining in that league. Uh, CBS Memorial Magazine League, same th- same issue, but I did get Luis Ortiz for zero dollars, so free pitcher. That's cool. Uh, Odd New Podcasters League. I picked up Jared Walsh with the intent to drop him because we drafted him when I was drunk for three dollars on accident. And so I was going to cut him to get a dollar back. But now it looks like he's about to come back and he's been breaking. So I think I'm just going to hold him for a couple weeks and see if it's worth anything before I drop him. Hold on him to your again. dollar. Yeah. Hold on to, hold on to that dollar. And then uh, uh, 350. Uh, Fantasy Ace Invitational. After I made my trade last week, which we talked about in our last pod, I added Junior Caminero for $2, which I love. Love that dude. Um, Big time future, big time prospect. Still in high A, but uh, dude is legit. Um, Gabe, you made a big trade in FAI, Fantasy Baseball Invitational. What did you do? Uh, I gave up Biebs, Shane Bieber, and Dave Robertson. Uh, Shane Bieber's a $36 player, and Dave Robertson's a $5 player. Uh, And I got back your boy, Libertor. Matthew Libertor, I got uh, Abbott from the Reds, and I got is it Andrew Abbott, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, and then I got uh, Colton Cowser's the was who I was targeting. I did I wanted to get one of those pitchers. I tried to get Libertor, and he threw an Abbott too. Uh, and so I was, I was. Really oh, you got a freebie! You got yeah. a freebie! Nice. Yeah, and those are both Cowser and Libertor, both one dollar players, and Abbott's three dollar. Which is great, dude. My my FAI team is a complete joke. It's in shambles, and uh, so I and I and I was shocked. You know, I was trying to target somebody that was actually in the majors already, and that's not. I wasn't getting anywhere with my trade discussions. I wasn't like I had some leads on a few guys that have major league success, but uh, nobody's really wanting to trade major league ready players right now in that league. I found out. I mean, obviously you got one, but yeah, uh, I had to trade so much. Well, that's one of the things is like. I put that trade on Twitter and everyone was like, oh man, I don't know if you did that well, but like, I think I did because Gorman is a stud and he's cheap and it's so hard in this league right now to get cheap young players. And like, nobody's mm-hmm. cheap. Like everyone is so expect. I feel like so there's with 16 teams, there's just so much money thrown on guys that like the values kind of get out of whack. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm interested to see what this draft looks like next year. I wonder who's all going to be yeah. kept. I feel like a lot of guys can't be kept for the price they are. Yeah, wait until after arbitration. Everyone's money, yeah. like everyone's gonna get way more money thrown on them. A thirty-eight dollar. So. so Shane Bieber will probably only be thirty-eight dollars, which is still. I would probably have kept Shane Bieber at thirty-eight dollars. Um, yeah, but I would not have kept Robertson for you know seven and not the closer in New York, and he's thirty-eight or thirty-seven this year. You know, Joe listens to this podcast, so when he finds finds out that he basically gave you Andrew Abbott for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I think he. I think he knows. Wait until wait. Wait, wait until we get to the Discord on that one. He knows. <laughs> so he said that the discussions were. I was trying to get Libertor instead of Abbott. But dude, I. But I told him I wasn't. I wasn't all in because, dude, I just you know I so 
you know, I, I kind of feel silly trading a, a stud like Shane Bieber for anything that's a prospect, you know? Uh, so that's what I told him. I was like, man, I'd, I would feel a lot better, but, you know, I'll get that. I'll do the deal because I'll have, I got three lottery tickets, you know? I just need one of those guys to actually, you know, make it and it'll be worth it for me. So I increased my odds, I think. Yeah. That's probably about right. I feel like maybe one third of prospects hit. Kowser is a good one, though. I think you got a yeah. good one there. We're going to talk about some dynasty stuff. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, what I did is I went through and I redid my dynasty rankings yesterday on May 15th. So, a month and a half in the season, I just went through and these are straight dynasty rankings. Okay. This is not redraft. This is not like geared towards certain. A, a certain league really is more just like anything dynasty or keep related. These are my rankings and these are only hitters. I did not do pitchers because we talked about pitchers last what was that last week or two weeks ago. So I figured we'll just stick to the hitters this time. Uh, so catcher, I'll read off my list and I want you to tell me what you think, Gabe catcher. Number one, Adley Rutschman, number two, Will Smith, number three, Sean Murphy, Four, JT Real Muto, and five, Logan O'Hoppy. What do you think about my top five catchers? I mean, I'm surprised you don't have Sean Murphy at number two, as high as you are on him. And and especially in points leagues, I, the guy just has such plate discipline, you know. Uh, I but st- I mean, I still think Will Smith is better. That's the thing. Is like, Sean Murphy has been awesome this year. And like, yeah, now he's in Atlanta, a better ballpark and everything. But I just, I think Will Smith is still the better player per, per plate appearance, in my opinion. And they're the same age. I think actually Will Smith is like a few months younger, but they're the same age. They're both 28. So, yeah, that's fair. I think that, uh, I think that I, I, when I first saw it, I was, imp- I thought that you were a little high on O'Hoppy. Uh, but he has, he's having a good season. He doesn't have the on base skills that you look for as far as, uh, you know, his, his walks aren't off the chart. But I think he's still, I mean, like his plate discipline is good enough. And his power is ridiculous. And by the way, like his plate discipline, this is really in all intents and purposes his rookie year, right? He only had like 14 appearances or whatever last year. Yeah. But his yeah. plate discipline in AAA or in AA last year for both the uh, Angels and the Phillies was very good. Like 22% walk rate for the Angels last year in AA, 13% for the Phillies. Um, I think he showed he's the real deal. You know what I mean? He was crushing the ball in his little, his little time up. And so we'll see, you know, when he comes back, it sucks that he got hurt because he could have been like a rookie of the year candidate. Honestly, honestly, he was playing so well, but um, I, think that, I think that, you know, I think that he, he could, he could stick there. I, I think you yeah. got some guys here in the next uh, set that could pass him with, you know, pretty easily. Yeah, maybe I, I'm a big Ohapi fan, so we'll see. No, so number six, I have William Contreras, number seven, Francisco Alvarez, number eight, Bo Naylor, Number nine, Wilson Contreras, and number ten, Alejandro Kirk. So, what do you think of these top ten here now? Uh, so, uh, well, of those five, Francisco Alvarez is the name that pops, and he's probably the you know somebody I would have considered for that number five spot. The way he's hitting right now, um, the Contreras boys, you got them flopped. William has become the Jedi Master, and Wilson's the Padawan. I think that. I think Wilson is still, I know you're down on him, but dude, and I, I, I'm going to put Wilson ahead of, ahead of probably everybody else on this list. I I honestly, I'd probably still have Wilson at number five. 
Uh, really? Even... Straight mashes, dude. So, I mean, so it's dynasty. But he's, but so he's like 30. Yeah, yeah. He's like 31 yeah, or whatever. So, like. Di- so, that's that's the caveat. It's, it's yeah. dynasty rankings. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And let me. So let me, pre- let me yes. But let me preface this a little bit, too, is when I'm doing my dynasty rankings, I'm thinking like next three to five years. I'm not thinking like 15 years down the road or whatever. You know, like, no. I'm thinking yeah. like, okay, how good are these guys going to be over the next three to five years? And that's like my time horizon where I'm thinking for these guys. I so think William Contreras, yeah, he's surprised some people. Yeah, well, that's why I, I still have him in the t- in the top yeah. ten, right? Yeah. But like, he's going to be old, getting older, so he's going to be getting further away from his peak. But while some of these already, younger guys are going to be moving closer toward their peak, you know what true. I mean? True. The, the the thing about Wilson though, and obviously he's going to be moved off the catcher position, but he probably will never be fully moved off. So this could be dude, he's back catching again now. Yeah, he's the catcher again now. But but (laughs) long term, you know, he's probably got some serious DH in his future. But he'll always, I think he'll always maintain catcher eligibility, and I think he's going to mash. I think he's just going to, you know, he's going to hit 25 home runs. You know, I don't think there's, you know, probably for the next five years, I think you can pencil him in for, you know, still 20 home runs. He's going to be. I think he's going to be the primary catcher for the Cardinals for at least three years. Out of the five-year contract, at least the first three years, because uh, and to get a little deep here with Cardinals people, they've got Yvonne Herrera's is their AAA catcher, who's like kind of their yachty and waiting. But I think that the Cardinals are going to trade him. So ever since they traded or signed Wilson, I just had a feeling they're going to trade Herrera whenever they decide to finally make a big trade at some point. It needs to happen. They need to do it. They have way too many guys, so they need to make a trade. He needs to be a part of the trade. Because they have a dude in uh, A-ball, which I – and I actually saw him when I went – was it last weekend or two weekends ago? I went to see the Tortugas versus the Palm Beach Cardinals. Really – a bunch of really good players on both teams. Um, but Bernal, Leonardo Bernal was the catcher for the Cardinals. And that dude is a stud. Like, that guy is going to be really good. But he's an A-ball. So he's three, four years away still. But um, yeah. that's why I think, you know, Contreras is probably going to be primary guy for three years anyway. Three – next three years. Despite whatever Ollie Marmol is saying, yeah, agreed. I don't buy all the smoke of all that garbage. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, like, I think the reason I have Ohapi ahead of Alvarez is I trust I trust what I'm seeing from Ohapi more. Like, it looks more legit with less problems. Whereas I feel like Alvarez could have some major strikeout problems in the future. Um, so I just kind of trust what Ohapi is doing more. Naylor, uh, I just. He's tooled up, dude. He's a guy who's going to be boomer bust, I think. Like, he could be the next GT Real Muto, or he could just be, like, uh, you know, completely flame out. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. But, like, he has power, speed, on-base skills. I like Naylor a lot for that reason. Um, and Kirk, I dropped a lot, man. I would have had Kirk probably number five at the beginning of the year behind, the, you know, he probably would have been like five at the beginning of the year, but he just has not yeah, looked he's great had, this year. He's really had a rough start to the season. Yeah. All right, so let's round out the catchers here. Number 11, I've got Andy Rodriguez. Number 12, MJ Melendez. Number 13, Edgar Caro, prospect. Number 14, Jonah Heim. Number 15, Cal Rally. And then I put here honorable mention, Shay Langliers and Harry Ford. What do you think about all the rest of these guys? So you have to educate me on this because I – I have done so. Jonah Heim was one of the guys I was targeting in one of my FAI deals that didn't go through, and I I'm, was targeting him because he's cheap, he's young-ish, and he's 
just he's i mean he's one of the you know production wise he's like he's a complete dude this year um but you know like i i did i did a deep dive on the guy because i was getting ready to you know give away a lot of guys for him and i didn't see you know none of the pundits are really talking about him a whole lot he's in our dynasty darlings league our yahoo league he's ranked 52 overall player like he's he is you know arguably the best or you know the top at least a top three catcher you know in 2023 based on the traditional numbers a guy like me looks at so what are you seeing from him that has him so low here yeah i mean he's metrics wise he looks pretty good he doesn't hit the ball as hard as some of these other guys so i don't think like he has six homers now i don't think that he's a 25 2025 homer type like some of these other catchers. I think okay. he's more of the type that's going to be like a 15 to 20 homers. And I don't know. He's old too. Like, even though he's a new guy, like, yes, last year was like his first year. He's 28. He's, yeah, he's 28. So I think that the best you're going to see maybe is like some Yadi Molina offensive years where he had like a solid average and hit like 15 to 20. He doesn't homers. have the OBP skills yeah, you're looking yeah, for either. Probably. Yeah, I don't, I, exactly. So, if I'm looking for a big power guy, like I'm looking for like Salvi, right? But I don't think you're going to get that out of him. I think you're going to get a 15 to 20 homer catcher who can hit maybe between 260 and 280. So he's solid. I don't think he's any, he's a stud. You know what I mean? He's just not a stud to me, but I think he's solid, which is why he's on the list here. Ahead of guys I also like, like Shaylen Gleers. Um, so, and then even like I didn't, I do not have, and this is one I wanted to note, I do not have uh, Gabriel Moreno here. Because Moreno, I think, is going to be all average. Like, that guy has no power. Like, he can't do anything except for hit for average. So, um, maybe he'll get counting stats in the future from that. Maybe in the future, maybe when he's older, he can hit 10 to 12 to something home runs. But he just doesn't have the power. He doesn't have the the stolen base skills. So, like, for fantasy, he's not going to be as great as he is in, like, a real-life mold. Um, so, that's where I'm at on that. I got to put a plug yeah. in here, too. For my my boy Miguel Amaya, I know you're probably sick of hearing me talk about the guy, but he he was a top 100 prospect consensus, you know, and then the wheels fell off, you know, and he he was a casualty of the COVID year, and then he got injured and didn't play uh, for like most of 2021. Yeah, Tom, you know, he's just he's he's been through the ringer, and we don't really know what we're getting from him, but he showed out like right now he's hitting 400 at AAA. And he came up in the major leagues. He he did pretty well. He he tore up Double A. His uh, on base percentage is was 411 at Double A this year, uh, with four homers and 13 games. He he might. I'm not saying he deserves to be on here, but he might be a guy that breaks in. He'll be the starting catcher for the Cubs if he can stay healthy. There are a lot of good catchers up and coming, which is why this is one of the few positions I actually put an honorable mention for because there were so many guys I wanted to mention, like Edgar Caro. I love that guy. I've been high on him for a couple of years now. Uh, and he's a 20-year-old in double A, and he's raking. Like 20-year-old 20 20 catcher hey, in double A. You like, don't have Ethan Salas on this list. He's 16, dude. This is three to <laughs> – like I said, we're talking three to five years. He's going to give me AJ one – three to five years, I'll get – Six months. <laughs> yeah, well, you get one year out of him in the three to five-year spectrum. So Edgar Caro, though, 20 years old in double A, hitting 284, 442, 420. With a homer. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he's young for the level. So the power has gone down a little bit from what we saw from him in A-ball last year. 
but the the plate skills and the batting average, like that's ridiculous for a twenty year old catcher. Oh, you don't have Cartaya on here oh. either. No, I think Cartaya's a little blocked, so that concerns me a little bit. He yeah, might be a trade guy, and we might he might just be the next Kiebert. You know what I mean? For all for all we know right now, because they still have Dalton rushing too. Dodgers mm-hmm. just have the most loaded farm system. Um, but then also like Harry Ford, that dude is a beast for Seattle. And but what's going to happen between him and Raleigh? Like he, the thing is, Harry Ford is still a ways away. He's a, he's 20, 20 years old too, but he's in high A still. Uh, I like Caro a little more as far as like, and he's going to be up sooner. Um, again, another block situation because the Angels also have Ohapi. But I think by that time, Ohapi might be a first base guy uh, just to get in that bats. They might they might make one of them first base first base catcher and do that kind of thing like we've seen with Melendez and Salvi. Um, but Harry Ford, that's a dude too. So I like all these guys. I don't know. So basically you're saying that you would move Wilson up. Is there anything else that you would do with this top 15 Man, ranking? Uh, here I, I think it's probably pretty fair. I, you know, I, I, the Jonah Heim thing is the only other, uh, the only other you know, complaint I have, but uh, you are, you, you defended yourself pretty well. Those are good points. Thank you. <laughs> First base. Uh, number one, Vlad Guerrero Jr. That one was so easy. I don't think there's like anything else you could do there. Uh, number two, I put Bryce Harper because it looks like Bryce Harper has a future at first base going forward. Number three, Pete Alonso. Number four, Vinny P. And number five, Freddie Freeman. What do you think about this top five here? It's hard to argue with that, man. I mean, Bryce Harper's a cheat code, obviously. But from a dynasty perspective, I mean, I guess you might be able to argue Matt Olson. But I mean, Goldie's old. There's kind of get, there's a changing of the guard kind of coming up, you know, in, in that aspect. But then, dude, I don't know. You can't put you, those top five are locked, dude. I mean, you can't you can't even make an, an educated argument, you know, from a dynasty perspective. One one might be able to argue that I have any peep too high. Like, ah, you're no, you're gonna I mean, run it. Dynasty, you're gonna run it. Dynasty. Well, yeah, but you're see, so you're gonna run into the person that says I'd rather have uh, two two amazing uh, years of Freddie Freeman or three years of Freddie Freeman amazing than five years of really good Vinny P. You know, like so you you could I, you that could be argued. You know what I mean? I think that's arguable. So with that, I just I think Vinny P. is what he's doing right now is is insane, and the team is dragging him down. Like the team context is killing him. Like what he's actually his what he's doing is so good. And if you put him in the middle of like any other lineup, like imagine he was on the Yankees. Like he he would have 50 RBI. Like Adelise Garcia, 43 RBIs get out yeah. of here. Vinny P. Like it, you just put him in on any other team with guys who can get on base around him. Like he'd be so much better. Dude, I, I feel think like the Royals lineup doesn't gets too much almost too much criticism though because I mean their pitching is so bad and the team is just complete garbage obviously. But the the I mean there's some there's some offensive pieces there you know I mean yeah probably with breaking yeah there's more I mean MJ Melendez you know there's 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 more pieces there than it seems I think there might be closer to having a you know a semblance of a competitive lineup and that you know Kaufman plays hard for hitters but Devin Williams by the way just came in in the eighth inning so. The the Cardinals had first and third with one out, and Devin Williams came in in the eighth. So that's interesting. We'll see if he comes back out for the ninth. Yeah, yeah, he's going to. yeah he just that's he a, just owned him. That's Craig so Council's we'll team, dude. 
<laughs> yeah, we'll see if they bring him back out in the ninth or if they bring someone else in. Because the Brewers bullpen was atrocious yesterday. Uh, all right, continuing with first base. Number six, Paul Goldschmidt. Number seven, Matt Olson. Eight, Kyle Manzardo. Number nine, Nate Lowe. And uh, ten is Anthony Rizzo. What do you think about that? That next five. I'm surprised you got Riz on here still. I mean, that's I, obviously he deserves to be right now, but he's just so Rizzo good. is younger than you think, dude. Like we were talking about him the other day. I looked him up and I was like, Rizzo's still only 33. 33, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like he so if we're in dynasty context. So he's here, like Joey Votto Three to five years. Though. I think I think he still has three good years though. I think I don't think five years, no, but I think he's still got three good years in him. And when I look at the next guys underneath him, I would rather have the three years of Rizzo at that point than four to five years of Naylor and Telez and other guys we're going to talk about, but yeah. that's, that's kind of where I get this on This position that, falls know? off for me. Like, I mean, I, I'm fine with Rizzo being a bookend, I guess, here, but, you know, there's not a, I don't think the rest of these guys are, you know, very exciting. Yeah, I mean, there's a few young guys coming up. CES. Like, Yeah, like we've got our v, Vinny P, we've got our Kyle Manzardo here, um, but, yeah, this, this position is pretty old. And, like, I've got Goldie here at six, and there's even an argument to have Vinny P under Goldie, in my opinion, because Goldie is still at MVP level. Like, he won MVP last year. He's 35 now, but he still looks like exact. He's actually putting up a better year this year statistically than last year to date. Yeah. Like, he is so, so good still. So, but, but, but do I want Goldie when he's 40? I don't know if I do. Like, maybe 37, he'll still be good. Or, but he could so be maybe he's got, maybe he's got two or know? three good years left, but then, well, yeah, but. 39 and 40 year old Goldie. I don't know. Like he he's, could, he's, he's fit, good enough. Though. He's fit. He's good enough. He could, he could channel himself some big poppy too and produce into his forties. Like he's good enough. He could be outside the bell car, the bell curve far enough that he could just rake as an old man. He'll yeah. Never count I mean, Goldie. well, he's just always in shape too. Like he just, he's ripped. He's still one of like mm-hmm. the, the most ripped guys in baseball. You know what I mean? And he's yeah. 35. So he doesn't look like he's, I hope he know, keeps going. Besides the hairline, he doesn't—he doesn't look that much older. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, number eleven, I've got Ryan Mountcastle. Number twelve, Rowdy Telez. Thirteen, Josh Naylor. Fourteen, Christian Encarnacion Strand, CES. We haven't even seen the majors yet. And fifteen, Christian Walker. No love for Christian Walker here. Um, he's older too, and he has not been as consistent as some of these other guys. I like thought about it. Yeah, I thought about <laughs> Well, this is the thing. I'm just thinking like, okay, Christian Walker might have an, one or two more years that are going to be better than Rowdy, but then he's going to be done, dude. Rowdy is going Rowdy, cool. Well, Rowdy's just going to do the same thing. Rowdy's only like 26 or 27 or whatever. Like he, Rowdy he's can put Prince up Fielder another five or six. League. Yeah, but he's going to hit 30 plus homers every year. So he can do that. He's 28. Rowdy Tellez is 28. I bet Christian Walker is 30. Christian Walker, I think, is 32 or 33 from my memory of what when I did on this last night. Diet Coke? <laughs> yeah. A warm, caffeine-free Diet Coke. A, a Mountain Dew. Garage. A Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh, he's 32. <laughs> you, win, you win the warm, di- caffeine-free Diet Coke. I wanted a Mountain Dew, Gabe. Nope, that wasn't <laughs> on the table. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, okay, here's a question for you. You're telling me that if somebody proposed a trade to you in FAI and you're selling this year, that you would target as a return, you would target Anthony Rizzo before Christian Encarnacion's trend. 
depends on the price. That's a part of it. Well, the too. price is this is all is, this. Yes, my yeah. my rankings are all as if they're the same dollar amount. Okay. Like if everyone is, let's say let's say they're all five dollars. Because right? obviously a, a five dollar CES stands over a twenty dollar Rizzo. Yes, exactly. So then then the price would come into play. But if they were, if all prices are the same, then yes. Okay, that's fair. All right. You got anything else on the first baseman before we move to nope. the good old uh, second base? You don't have Mash Mervis on here. Hit his first home run this year, but or uh, this tonight. But no, I'll, I'll keep I'd, my homework comments to myself. I thought about making him honorable mention, but then again, I was like, I don't know if he's that good. Yeah. Like, I need to see more from him first before I even like wanted to put him on that spot. So I hope he burns. Second you. base, <laughs> he might. He might. I got no shares. So second base. Mookie Betts, number one. There's another cheat code. There's the, my Bryce Harper cheat code for second base, but literally Mookie is going to get eligibility again. He's played nine games at shortstop, or nine games at second, and like seven at shortstop this year. So he's played like just as much in the middle infield as the outfield. Mookie is a, just a stud athlete. Uh, number two, Jose Altuve. And see, here we get in this situation of the old guys where I just think that like, yeah, I know, but I think that these old guys are going to provide so much more value over the younger guys that that's why I didn't. So I've got Mookie Betts, number one, Jose Altuve, number two, Marcus Semien, number three, Nolan Gorman, number four, which you're going to love, and Ozzy Albies, number five. Go. Uh, man, this, there's so much parody at second base right now. Like, there's so much stuff moving around. Mm-hmm. The old guard is so old. Like, I mean, the first three guys on that list, dude. I mean, obviously, Mookie. You, can't, you have Mookie's, you know, I, of course he's number one. Um. Simeon and Altuve, I don't know, man. May probably that's probably fair, but there's just some red flags there, and there's a lot of guys. I won't get into them yet, but there's this is just a, a relatively deep position. I'm guessing you don't you're not in, uh, considering Jazz on this list. No, because Jazz is playing in the outfield now, unless yep. they're going to move him yep. back. I so, doubt. Yeah, and I I don't repeat. So on these lists, I'm not repeating. I'm just, if once I stick someone in a position, they're stuck there. I'm not going to. I'm so not gonna Bryce have isn't going to be an outfielder. Nope. Yeah. So Mookie and Mookie will not also not be an outfielder. So Mookie one, Altuve two, Semyon three. Like I said, I just think that I'd rather have two or three years of those guys maybe than five years of other guys because there's just so much up in the air. Like Nolan Gorman has been so awesome this year, and he was so good in the minors too. And I think Nolan Gorman's power is for real, for real, for real. Like that is not going to go away anytime soon. But he can't – like, he, he doesn't play – well, this is the thing. He just doesn't hit against lefties. Like, he only had seven at-bats. Until today, this is, I think, his first start against lefties all year. And until today, he was over seven against lefties. I don't – I actually – I saw him get a hit earlier, but I was not paying attention earlier in the game because I was working. But um, – so I don't know if he got a hit against a lefty, but he was over seven against lefties so far this year. So because of the splits – that pushes him down a little. I was thinking about putting Nolan Gorman second even because this is a guy who can be a 35 homer, 100 RBI second baseman. Like, not many of those around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Ozzy is just so, like, volatile Polarizing. to me. <laughs> yeah. He's just, like, he, he gets hot, and then he gets cold, and then he gets hot, and he gets cold. And he should just bat righty all the time. So, like, I don't know. I move Albies down a little bit compared to where probably most people would have him. You got anything else in these top five before I move to the next five? Let's roll. 
Number six, Miguel Vargas. I almost put this guy in the top five because even though he's off to a bit of a slow start, his plate skills are ridiculous. Everything he's doing looks good. Like, I like Miguel Vargas a lot. I think he's going to be an absolute stud. Number seven, Andres Jimenez. Number eight, Jonathan India is another guy I really like. Number nine, Tommy Edmond. And number 10, Jorge Polanco. What do you think about this next grouping here? Well, so my – the guy that stands out is India to me. Uh, he doesn't get any love ever, uh, it seems like. And we've been in group chats where everybody's making fun of me for saying that, in, that Jonathan India is a, you know, top five-second baseman. Man, I, I – you're just going to have a hard time pushing me off that. I, I – I think that Jonathan India is the guy here that deserves the most recognition. Tommy Evans is stud too, but you know, with you know Vargas is kind of a slow. St- I, I just think that India has accomplished so much more than Vargas has. You know, for you know, like when I mean India won Rookie of the Year two years ago, and then he was hurt last year, so the stock took a dive. But he's back, you know, and he's he's hitting at Great American Ballpark, and he's in the middle of an absolutely explosive lineup, and it's only going to get more explosive, you know, here in the next couple months. Um, he's not, that, he doesn't have the, here. he doesn't have the power though. So like, I love his contact skills. I love his on base skills, but he doesn't. He's like a doubles guy. You know what I mean? Whereas like, I think Vargas's power is going yeah, to develop. He's got the speed where, though. So does Vargas though? Vargas has speed as well. He's not showing it yet, but in AAA yeah, last year, Vargas had sixteen yeah, steals. That's just it. So yeah, it's AAA. Yeah. It, yeah. Well. I mean, I don't know. They're both they're they're kind of actually pretty similar players. I just think Vargas, Dodgers, India's only more counting stats dude. there. Up forever. Vargas is younger. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's you you can definitely argue it. Probably a lot of people will. Yeah. So where are you it's, putting India in this ranking here? Where where would you slot him in? I would probably are you putting him put number him four, at number six, number six. Number so you're still six. putting I'll, him behind Gorman and Alves. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah, I mean, dude, I the Gorman thing pains me. But, yeah, I'm fine with that because Gorman, I think, has got higher upside. But, yeah, I've got him I've got him ahead of – I mean, what's going on with Gimenez right now? Like, he got dropped in Dynasty Darlings and nobody picked him up. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think that there's some ser- – he looks lost. He just looks absolutely lost right now. He's – look, the speed is still there. Regardless, like, this is going to be a guy who steals bases. He's got still us. He still has his max EV, like it's solid max EV. He's not barreling the ball this year. 1.8% barrel rate. That is the problem. Something is off with the barrels. Contact rate is fine, dude, but he's not barreling the ball and his Babbitt is down. And he's a fast guy. Like he should be, he should be hitting 280 with his speed. Like he should be a regular 280 hitter who can get 30 steals and 15 to 20 homers. Like that's what he should be doing on an annual basis. I think it's kind of like the Albies thing with Jimenez. I think he's just too streaky, but the the upside is so high. That's that's why why I put him there. So and that's he's why young I think still. India's, he's only twenty. Think, he's only twenty four. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This is where I'm at with India. Like this, India is so safe. You know, like he was hurt last yeah. year, so he su- you know he sucked. But he's yeah. you know he's got a year and a half of major league service that is that is that, that demonstrates top five you know second base ability. I think. Yeah, but, I mean, you're, you're, you're right. He's safe. He's very safe. And, dude, Polanco's underrated, too. Like, Polanco was hurt last year, too. But this is mm-hmm. a guy who's had 30 homers in a couple yeah, of years. Polanco's like, a stud. Yeah, he's, he's, you know, rolling into age 30, I think, this year. So, um, you know, he's a, a little bit on the older side for Dynasty. But he's got three, four, 
years left in him pretty easy a solid solid production so i wouldn't be down on polanco either yeah um, like polanco i'd probably have polanco over him Jimenez too i just i'm, I'm just kind of down on him right now so you probably wouldn't even have Jimenez in the top 10 you're probably moving down yeah to next i would have i know i i know you like yeah i know you like yeah. tyro so like <laughs> I'd, number I'd, 11, honestly, I'd probably have him over some of these guys too yeah so i've got 11 tyro estrada 12 glaber Torres, 13 brandon lau 14, Max Muncy, 15, Nico Horner. So what are you doing with this whole mix? Why don't you give me your Gabe top 15? Just start from the okay, top and we'll, give me your, we'll your Gabe top 15. We'll stick with the five. We'll stick with the five. I'm putting India at six, Vargas at seven. Uh, man, it would be – I'm going to go Edmund at eight, Polanco at nine. Uh, you know what? I'm going to put Estrada at nine. Polanco can have ten. Uh, I would have, man, I don't know. I might fall past, uh, Glabar here too. Put Glabar at 11, uh, Muncie at 13. 12. Sorry. Muncie at 12. I'm, I'll keep Brandon low, low, right where you have him. And then, uh, I'm putting Gimenez in Nico Horner territory. Nico is yeah. fast. And, and also the, 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 the formatting here, dude, is is everything, too, because, I mean, Tyro Estrada is like a top 10 or 15 points earner in FAI right now because of walks, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, mean, yeah. so if so, he, honestly, if, if it's a point, st- you know, I, I, Estrada might be in my, you know, Estrada might be seven or eight for me in a point setting. Yeah. That definitely, I mean, obviously take that into play. I'm just kind of going generic with it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we're just going good dynasty yeah, players. I think they're, like they're, they're fine ranking. No. I'm not trying to tear yeah. them up, but that's the, no, 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 a couple guys around. Yeah, I, you know, India, like, even when I put him there, I was I was thinking about moving him to six myself, even. Uh, but the rest of them, I'm, I was pretty solid on. Like, I just the reason, like, I love Edmund, but I think Jimenez just has a higher upside. I don't know, there's something about what he did last year that I think is very repeatable once he gets there and he's still so young yeah. uh, he's been around for a long time too for a 24 year old like he's been around for years and years like i think the mets called him up when he's 20 shortstop number one dude i'm going with wander franco number one number two bobby wood jr number number three bo bichette four is trey turner and five is ellie de la cruz what do you think about this top five shortstop dynasty uh dude it's i think he nailed the top five again uh, you know, the, the risk part of me is the, the only guy here that I, you know, have any trepidation with is just putting a guy in number five that hasn't taken a major league at bat yet. But I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's uh head and shoulders above, you know, the rest of the prospects out there. So yeah. I think that's fair. I, I just think he comps so well to Fernando Tatis Jr. I just, some, like when I look at him, I'm just like, Oh, there's Tatis two, 2.0. And like I, I have like barely any dynasty to tease. I have like none except for like, except a couple odd new leagues where I have them at a high price. So like I never got in on Tatis when he was young, and I think a part of me regretting that is just like all over LED De La Cruz. Like I'm gonna get this next Tatis, hopefully. Yeah. So by the way, Devin Williams is about to get this two inning save here because he just uh, Newbar missed a homer by like a foot against him that would have tied the game, and goalie just struck out. So now it's uh, Devin Williams to Contreras about to get a two, two inning save. Uh, he's the man. Hate to see Devin it. Williams really just so hate good. to see it. <laughs> he's so good. Uh, 
Number six. <laughs> the good thing is you can't pitch against the, against the Cardinals tomorrow now for me anyway. Number six, Francisco Lindor. Number seven, Corey Seager. Number eight, Anthony Volpe. Number nine, Xander Bogarts. And number 10, Royce Lewis. What are you thinking about this next five? <laughs> Dude, I don't, I don't, I just can't, I can't with the Royce Lewis. Uh, I don't. I don't even think he'd be on my shortstop rankings. Honestly, I don't. I think. I don't think I'd have him as a top fifteen shortstop. Um, you know, Lindor's fine. Seager's good. Bogarts is is good too. I guess. Uh, yeah. I just. I wouldn't have Royce Lewis on this list. I don't think. <laughs> come on, come on. Okay, so, He's so after good. he put he together so a couple good. of weeks of major league, yeah, dude, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter though. You know, like I don't know. I'm not. I'm just so far out on Royce Lewis. But we have- and I think here's the deal, dude. This is the the knock on Royce Lewis. His path to being a productive major league baseball player isn't shortstop. Like shortstop is why he keeps getting hurt. No, you know, like, it's outfields. That's what got got him hurt last time. He's playing in the outfield, bro. Ah, uh, dude, he needs to be a DH, or maybe like a left fielder. <laughs> They've got Byron Buxton DHing now. I don't yeah, think he's twins, Byron. Buxton. He's too young to be to call him Byron Buxton two point I think uh, you got to give him a year. Give him, give him the end of the year. Game, just give him the rest of the year. I think that's too. I think that's too general. I'm fine look, with that. I'll give him the rest of the look, year. I think that's look, too yeah, you, you look, you're. I will give you this. You're right about Shane Boz. So I'm just give me the rest of the year on Royce Lewis. <laughs> I'll let you live in your little fantasy there. Or yes. you just make Royce Lewis and Willie Adamas one person. Royce Lewis, Willie Adamas. <laughs> yes. Five. Yeah, number 11 is Willie Adamas. Number 12, Matt McClain. Number 13, O'Neal Cruz, which Raymond is going to hate me for because Raymond would have O'Neal Cruz at, like, number three. Uh, number 14, Marcelo Meyer. Number 15, Trevor Story. And then there's so many good young shortstops. I had to do an honorable mention of Jeremy Pena, Jackson Holiday, and Jordan Lawler. And Jackson Holiday is so far away, but he's so good that like I still had to put him up there. Man, some serious hate for Dansby here. I just don't think Dansby is that great for fantasy. I think he's a way better real life player, than, like a fantasy baseball player. His, his, his defense is, is you know his calling card, I guess, but. Uh, I mean, dude, he's got two seasons of, you know, 25 plus homers and he's, he's sniffed almost, he's got 18 steals last season. I did last, last season. He was, you know, incredible. And he's not that far off pace this season to repeat that. I would take Dansby over, well, for sure over Lewis. And I'd probably put Dansby ahead of some of these younger guys like Meyer and, and honestly, Trevor story is Trevor story still a shortstop. Oh, there's a second he's, no, he's going to be shortstop because remember they didn't re-sign Bogarts. Oh, so yeah. when he comes back, he's going to be shortstop. He should be back probably in like July. If, um, if. He was pretty good last year, actually. It, like he started slow with the Red Sox, but he was on fire right before he got hurt. Don't he's It, it kind of has been looking at him like, what in the Troy Tulowitzki is going on here? Remember Tulo? He was out of the league by like 33 years old. And yeah. Story has already played. I bet Story's already 33. No, story. I think the story's thirty. Okay. I I I was doing this very late last night, so let's see. Yes, Trevor Story, thirty years old. Boom. Okay. Okay. Those are all fair. I would put Dansby in there somewhere, and I would take Lewis out. But the rest of them, I wouldn't argue with them. Solid with Devin Williams. Got it. Two two inning safe. Uh, Yes. Very sad. 
Third base, uh, first, number one, Jose Ramirez. Number two, Austin Riley. Number three, Rafael Devers. Number four, Manny Machado. Number five, Nolan Arenado. Thoughts? Okay, so, yeah, I've got some thoughts here. And the... Let's see here. So, man, I don't know. The 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 only the only I don't want to, I don't want to sound uneducated um, because I feel like it's sacrilege to question Jose Ramirez. But yes, I'll go ahead it and is. question Jose Ramirez. <laughs> it's like it's like questioning uh, Mookie Betts, dude. I know, I know, I know, I know it is. I know it is. Uh, but he's, he, I don't know the next five years, you know, like I think Riley might, might perform better than him. All these guys are all, you know, for, as far as the, the guys we've been putting on this list, like, especially compared to your shortstop list, these guys are all old men, you know, compare in, in comparison to some of the young talent out there. And I think Austin Riley, you know, kind of fits the younger talent build still, but uh, dude, that's fine. I won't. I'll keep him just the way you got him. All right. Yeah. I mean, like Machado, Nolan, they're a little older, but they're just so good that like the rest of the guys under them, I feel like there's too many question marks. You know what I mean? I mean, those like, are all probably first. Machado and Aaron are yeah, Hall of Famers exactly. So number six, Gunnar Henderson. I might still be too high on him, but I like. There's so much I see that I like still, even though his contact percentage has been poo poo. Uh, number seven, Alex Bregman. Number eight, Brett Beatty. Number nine, Matt Chapman. Number 10, Carlos Correa. Because I think Correa is going to move third uh, when Royce Lewis comes back. So, If, if. <laughs> Wait, so he hasn't played any third base yet? Dude, I think he's going to – I think when Royce Lewis comes back, Dude, Lewis is going to be short. Dude, you have drank so much Royce Lewis. You, hold on a second. Correa hasn't played any third base yet? No. He's a shortstop still? You have he was gonna so move. Remember when he, you dude, have, the Mets were gonna sign him to be a third baseman. You have moved off. You have preemptively, based on your Royce Lewis uh, Kool Aid, you have preemptively moved off one of the top five shortstops of the last five years into the third base category to to fit your Royce Lewis narrative. <laughs> if I'm right, what are you? If I'm right, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna? What are you gonna give me? Matt McLean. For no draft picks. For nothing. But okay. You, but if I'm awesome. wrong, you got to give me my four for nine back. If I'm right. No, I mean, that's a if, bad deal. Royce, that's a bad deal. If Royce deal. Lewis never comes back, then you owe me my four for nine. If he never comes back. Okay. I'm talking <laughs> if he never play. if he never, dude, he's not going to. Okay. If he plays if more he than a month in the majors back. this season, if he plays more than a month in the majors this season, then you owe me my draft picks back. You mean and less than a you, month. You mean less than a month. Yeah. Because you're betting he that he's not going to play. If he plays less than a, if he plays less than a month, you owe me my draft picks. And if he plays more than a month, I owe you Matt McLean. Okay. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> That's funny. I just got to trade Deal. Matt McLean really quick. <laughs> if you trade Matt McLean, deals off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have any other comments on the next five here? On the rest of the five here? Um, Dude, what are what what do you think of my me rating Gunner ahead of Beatty? Because a lot of people I think are moving yeah. Beatty ahead of Gunner, but I'm still Gunner ahead of Beatty long term. I mean, Gunner's always had the higher billing and the higher ceiling than Beatty has, but you know the contact issues that we're seeing are definitely you know concerning. 
I don't, I don't have any strong thoughts on that. I think that, I, th I think that, uh, I think that one of your next guys here, Josh Young, could, could, uh, and honestly, dude, if I was looking to, you know, to, to get a third baseman for the future, I would probably take Young over Chapman or Correa, and maybe even Beatty. Mm. Um, just because I, I'm pretty high on Young, I know you are too. Yeah, I like him. I almost he and Beatty are very similar. I think. I, I just think Beatty's going to be more consistent in the future. And Chapman right now is just balling, dude. Like, he's been so yeah, good this year. Yeah, I just – I don't know, man. I know he has been. I mean, if he's, if he's who he is this year, then he needs to be number six. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, there's, the rest, there's the rest of the things going on. Yeah, contract season. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is, bro. Is he a free agent right. this year? Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's okay. a contract and season. And he's out of Toronto next year, so that's a huge yeah. strike against him, too. Yeah, well, maybe. We don't know where he's going to go. For all, probably the Mets are going to sign him and then move Beatty to the outfield. We don't even know. You know? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> they sign everybody. Number 11, Josh Young. 12, Curtis Mead. 13, Noel V. Marte. 14, Junior Caminero. 15, Casey Schmidt. Yeah, so this is where I think that Young just doesn't fit in with these guys. I think he's I – I, I would target Young over – Oh, I know you've got him ranked higher than all these guys. I just, I'm not big on, I'm not really big on any of these other four guys. And this goes Dude, back. I'm, to moving, I'm actually moving Caminero right now. I had a Marte. Caminero this, 13, Marte 14. I don't know much about Caminero. Honestly, I don't know much about, full disclosure, I don't know much about any of these four guys at the bottom here. And, on, and what this does is this shows the positional scarcity of third base. You know, like this is, yeah. uh, it really Third falls base is rough, people. dude. For dynasty, third base is pretty rough. It, Mead, wonder, Mead could be really good, but he's had a really rough start at AAA this year. And then because he he almost started the season with the Rays. Uh, they're talking contract negotiation with him. In isn't Gunner playing shortstop training. right now? No, he's not. Uh, he's third. No, Gunner's been playing third way more than shortstop. Okay. And then I think Westberg is better defensively, so it makes more sense for Westberg to come up and play shortstop. shortstop. Yeah. Well, uh, like, Kim, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, we're going to lose, you know, like, obviously, Witt is third base eligible. He'll probably fall off this year. So, there's going to be, like, a, you know, even less third baseman after that yeah. happens. Yes. It's going to get rough. Mead, I think, is going to be pretty good. Camonero is a beast, dude. Um, he's hitting comps right now. Like, I don't – I've heard a couple people say he reminds – that his bat speed reminds them of Ronald Lacuna Jr. But, like, he doesn't have – Curtis Mead? So, no. Uh Caminero. Okay. okay, interesting. He's in high A though, but apparently yeah. the bat speed reminds a lot. There's like I've heard a couple different uh, guys that I trust in the industry talk about that Caminero's bat speed looks like Acuna. Uh, so I'm pretty high on Caminero. Um, Noel V. Marte going to Cincinnati's going to help him, dude. Like once he's actually there. So I like Marte, even though he's been like on and off. And Casey Schmidt, his defense, like he's going to be a really great defensive guy with a with a hit tool. So I don't know. I'm not a big Cabron Hayes guy, but Casey Schmidt's been hitting the ball hard. So like I was lean, I was trying to figure out 15. What I go, should I go Schmidt or Hayes or Bohm? Because it's not that great third base. And I went Schmidt just Man, because I, I feel think like that... he's hitting he's hitting the ball harder than those other guys right now. So that that's primarily why. I know I sound like a total homer here, but I, I think that Patrick Wisdom deserves some mention here also. He's like he's, 31 you know, or whatever. And Christopher Morell is going to push, push him off. Yeah, but Morell might push him off the position. 
If anything, I should I'm be talking about Morel probably, but I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> their, yeah. Ba- their well, base is just I, such, okay. Just not okay. Let's great. talk Morel. I would take I would take Morel over literally half the guys on this list. But you don't even uh, know who they are. That's I'm, why. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't even know who they are. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. All right, outfield. Uh, last position. It's, we're going 45 deep in the outfield because it's three outfield spots, right? So I'm going to read these in tens. Grouping one, Ronald Acuna Jr. Two, Fernando Tatis Jr. The juniors, they rule. Number three, Julio Rodriguez. Four, Juan Soto. Five, Kyle Tucker. Six, Jordan Alvarez. Seven, Shohei Otani as a hitter only, not including hitter pitcher. Otherwise, he's number one in all of baseball. Number eight, Corbin Carroll. Nine, Randy Rosarena. And ten, Cedric Mullins. Man, no Aaron Judge. Yeah, dude, he's older. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I mean, he has to, he has to cheat to hit home agree. runs now. I completely he, he, agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, this is uh, – I mean, you can – we could go back and forth on the on the top six guys here. I mean, they're all – I mean, shoot, dude, all these guys, you know, at least the top seven. Uh. I don't, I don't hate it. You know, I, I think that you can make an argument for Jordan or Tucker to be at three or four. Um, I'm not, I don't feel like making that argument, but uh, this is just such a stacked tier here. And Corbin you, Carroll, dude, what a stud. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Would you have Carroll that high like me or am I overly aggressive here? Let me see. Let me pull up some Corbin Carroll here. I, I have him in, in the one league that, uh, that doesn't really matter. Let's see what he's doing. He's killing. Mm, it. He's not doing as good as I. Th- yeah, I thought he was. I thought he had more homers. He's got five homers, ten steals, three fifty-three OBP. He's not, which is kind of low, honestly. Three fifty-three OBP. I thought. I thought that was higher too. But he's, you know, he's. This is his first year in the league, so. Uh, dude, I I love your placement there. Yeah, I love I love Corbin Carroll that high. He's hitting the crap out of the ball, by the way. He's going to get into more power because he's hitting it hard. So just wait. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna be a, a constant 25 homer guy. Like he, He'll have seasons of 30, I think. I don't think he's ever going to hit 35 or 40, but he hits the crap out of the ball. All right, next tier. Number 11, Jazz Chisholm Jr. This is before his injury, but I don't think that really matters because it's Dynasty and he's – Still like 24 or whatever. The thing with Jazz is he's, he's just electric. This dude is all power speed, and he just his contact tool is not great. So, I mean, that's what I don't like about him. Uh, 12, Judge. He's old. He's starting to get older. Trout, older. 14, Luis Robert. 15, Jordan Walker. 16, Evan Carter. 17, Michael Harris II. 18, James Wood. 19, Lars Newbar. And 20, Jackson Churio. There's a lot of rookies in this tier. But these all, all these rookies are really really freaking good. So yeah, yeah, dude. I yeah I, I rookies and prospects. Know, yeah, yeah. So what's going on with Michael Harris? He's like been almost unplayable at this year, hadn't he? Well, he's you know he's hurt. He's hurt. He's hitting f- further down in the order. Um. I don't know. You know, some some players just have this sophomore slump. Like I remember, like there's a really good players who've had that sophomore slump. Like Bregman. Uh, I don't know. Like Babbitt Luck too. Two sixty five Babbitt isn't great. So really, 
he's not doing that much different than last year. He's still, he's barreling the ball more than last year. His EVs are about the same as last year. His contact rate is not far off from last year. He's walking more than last year. His chase rate's better than last year. For some okay. reason, his ISO is down though. It just doesn't make sense. Like his ISO is way down and his BABIP is really far down. Like his BABIP last year is 361 and this year it's 265. So it's almost a hundred point difference in luck and BABIP luck. And that probably has to play into to the ISO, right? Like that means like he's instead of hitting line drives in the gaps, he's hitting line drives directly to like the, the outfielders. You know what I mean? So like, it's yeah. like a lot of bad luck, I think, for him. Dude, I'm not a I've so I've this is and I mean I know I, I dropped Harris last year and um in Dynasty Darlings. And the reason that I did that was because his minor league numbers never you know, he never hit over, he hit seven home runs at, at, at high A. And he hit five at double A. And now he's got one. You know, he hit 19 home runs last year. I just don't know where that came from. Like, I was mind blown when he put that number up. And I felt foolish. I was, you know, because I dropped He hits the ball hard, the, dude. His, his EV, his average EV is almost he's gotta 90. He's got to put it in the and air. And he's got a 113 max EV. Well, what's, that's his the problem exit, what's his launch angle? Yeah, dude. Well, that's the problem with Jordan Walker right now, too. And he, remember, he, this yeah. is a dude who came straight from double A. So, like, dude. if he had to go back to triple A to fix his launch angle, like Jordan Walker, that's not the end of the world for Dynasty. That might actually be better for him. Just like Jared Klinik. Yeah. Send him back down and let him figure his shit out and then bring him back. I would you know I, mean? like, I would take I would take Klinik right now over Harris, I think. I think if I had to target a guy, I would I wouldn't I'm, in I'm Dynasty? not a Harris guy. In yeah, Dynasty for sure. or interesting. For sure. Dude, I think Klinik's a guy. I mean he's, he may never be the guy that we all thought he was gonna be like a forty forty type type of guy. But I think he's got a lot I, I like his profile a lot more than I like Harris's. Well, we're gonna talk about him. I got him in the next grouping here. So any, anything else you want to mention in this grouping or anyone you'd move around um, up, down, up, down, left, right? Man, I mean, I don't know. With the younger guys, like, you know, James Wood and Jackson Churio, uh, Churio has been, like, destroying the ball this year, hadn't he? They all have. All, okay. And I've got Evan Carter well, even ahead Harris. of those two. <laughs> I've got Evan Carter at number 16 ahead of Harris even, dude. Yeah. That's, so that's, those dude. are the guys. I just, you know, those are the – the guys I, I have issue with, but I'm not saying you're wrong. I just, uh, you know, they're just a little bit unproven for my liking. Yes, risque, but that is the name of the game in Dynasty. Yeah, so Churio's hitting, he's at double A this year, and he's hitting 260. And his, and his, and his on-base percentage is 304. Like, that translates yeah, to 220 batting average with a... 290 OBP in the majors. I know he's... Yeah, know, he's he's, he's Luis... Ro Dude, I comped him to Luis Robert. He's Luis Robert Jr. So... Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's 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 my only... My only day saying is that these younger guys, you know, I just... Uh, when they're not absolutely raking at double A, you know, or triple A even for that matter, just, I just have a hard time putting in the top 20. But I'm not saying... Yeah. That. I get that. The outfield, I've kind of feel like there's a lot of the same thing of like it's a lot of old guys and a lot of young guys there's not a ton of peak prime players right now i think so for instance the next guys we're going to talk about number 21 kyle schwarber right schwarber's on the older side for dynasty and he strikes out a ton so what type of league are you playing in? 22 cody bellinger rebound season after three really bad years so are you gonna really trust him oh yeah we didn't fully? talk about his injury 
you know, like are we fully trust him again? Uh, well, I th- I haven't heard anything about it. That's why. Like, there's been no update. It's just like day to day right now. I think he just yeah uh, tweaked his ankle. Yeah, so it's all day to day right now. So 21 Schwarber, 22 Cody Bellinger, 23 Dalton Varsho, 24 Byron Buxton, 25 Brian Reynolds, 26 your boy Colton Kowser, 27 your other boy Jared Kelnick, who you hated, who you loved, then hated, and now you love again. 28 Christian Yelich, number 29 the Martian Jason Dominguez, and number 30 your other other boy Pete Crow Armstrong. <laughs> Yeah, this is deep for me. This is like I don't know that I have a whole lot of uh, educational um, comments for this. I think that I think all those guys, you know, probably deserve to be where you put them. But there's just there's just so much youth, Tim. You know, like I and I and I'm I'm with you, dude. Like I think this is probably spot on. I just uh, I just don't know enough about how these guys are doing. You know, I know Brian Reynolds is a stud, um, but. I don't know. I think it's fair. I don't want to, I don't really have anything to say to, to dethrone any of these guys. I think that, you know, three or four of these guys may never see the major leagues looking at you, Jason Dominguez. Oh, dude, he's raking. He's good. He's good to go. Uh, The numbers under the hood look way better than the numbers that he's putting up. So I'm really not that concerned. The dude is only 20 years old still, but he has. Yeah, but he's not raking. He's hitting 189. But yeah, but guess what? <laughs> his his on base percentage is three eighty three still, mm-hmm. and he's yeah, a two twenty Babbitt. He has a two twenty Babbitt. Look, look, this is the thing. Look at him. He has ninety at bats with a two twenty Babbitt. That's gonna weigh anyone's batting average down. So the batting average doesn't matter with that kind of Babbitt. But his walk rate is the same as his K rate at twenty three percent, and he's got four homers with twelve steals. So a yeah. dude who only has a 189 batting average and 90 at bats still has 12 steals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's impressive, dude. That's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. Look, when, he, when he's when he's doing things, he's awesome. It's just like the Babbitt is bad luck. Like you can't judge a guy over 90 at bats. You know what I mean? But like you can judge what they're doing with their play skills. Like I remember we talked about this at the beginning of the year. Is that the first thing that stabilizes with these hitters are EVs? And barrel rates, like how hard are they hitting the ball? And then uh, plate skills. So walk rate and K rate. Those are the first things that stabilize for all these players. Yeah, next grouping. Fair. Yeah, next grouping. Unless you want to mention, talk about any of your other the other guys. In here. No, dude, I like it. I mean, I, I think that, dude, I don't know, man. I'm, so my, the reason that I'm, and I've, it's well documented where I'm at with Kelnick. Uh, you know, he just, I, I I put all my chips on him a couple years back, and he, you know, has been absolutely horrible. Uh, you know, not this this year withstanding. So that's that's where I'm you know at with him. But dude, he just he just looks freaking awesome this year. I'm hoping yeah. that Kowser gets higher too. But yeah, I, I, that's all I, I, I like Kowser's plate. You know me, plate skills. That's why I have Kowser over Kelnick is just the plate skills. So that's simply what that is. Um. I'll just read off the rest of these bozos all at the end here. <laughs> 31, Josh Lowe. Uh, 32, Hunter Renfro. 33, Jack Sawinski. 34, Teoscar Hernandez. 35, George Springer. 36, Adelise Garcia, who I hate, but he's a really good <laughs> But he's guy. a stud. <laughs> yeah. 30, 37, Ian Happ. 38, Chris Bryant. 39, Estuary Ruiz. 
30, 38, the biggest loser, Chris Bryant. 39 is Terry Ruiz. <laughs> 40, 40, Masataka Yoshida. 41, Eloy Jimenez. 42, Brandon Nimmo. 43, James Outman. 44, Jared Duran. 45, Tyler O'Neill. I did also think about your boy, Say Suzuki, but I just need to see more from him. And then honorable mention here I have is Stephen Kwan and Starling Marte. Old man Starling Marte. Marte's like so, 38. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's why. Well, he's. I think he's going to be useful for another year still. So that's why I just threw him on there. Like he's three probably, five, after this year, there's probably one more year on there. And then, yeah, you might get another 30 steals season out of this guy before before you ax him. So what do you think so about this last grouping here? The thing that's, that stands out to me, dude, Josh Lowe. Like, he – dude. I mean, he did everything. Didn't he hit – wasn't he like just about a 30-30 guy at AAA? A couple years yeah, ago. but he had he had really bad contact and played skills, and then now he's finally well, he doesn't like anymore. Mm, <laughs> now he's like yeah, now it's like average. His contact and his play skills are both like average now, and now because his his mm. speed and power are so good that it's turned him into a really really good player, just by being average at like hitting the baseball. <laughs> just yeah. make average league average yeah. contact I would, and like I think walk I would at have an him, okay clip and. I would have him sniffing your top 20, I think. Uh, I just need I to see more. To I need to – dude, I just need to see more from him. Like, what he's shown this year has been awesome. But how much do you trust it? He's 25, and this is the first time he's been really, really good in the majors. So Man, Nimmo, he, he's uh, – I, I, this is probably right where I would have him too. But uh, has he, like, fallen off? Because he came out of the gate so hot. Um, he's still doing pretty good. Not really. I mean, he's just, you know, he, he's Lars Newbar Light, basically, at this point. He's an old version yeah, of Lars yeah. Newbar Light, is yeah, what he is. Yeah, yeah, So, Yeah, well, not in, I tell you with this, Tim, he's not that in points leagues. <laughs> oh, yeah. In FAI, he's God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what do you think about the rest of these guys? Do I have, what do you think about Outman, dude, and Sawinski? I put Sawinski pretty high, and then I put Outman kind of low, because I I don't trust the hit tool for Outman. Like, he's got power and speed for days, but that hit tool, I just don't trust. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I I mean, before, you know, I probably would have laughed at you, uh, you know, a month and a half ago for even having him on this list. Um, but he obviously came <laughs> out of the gates really hot. He's he's cooled down considerably. Like, he's got one uh, – he's got, you know, one home run over the last two weeks. His, his OBP is dipping below 300. You know, I, I wonder if the league's not figuring him out. I still think he deserves consideration on this list, probably about right where you've got him. But he has cooled down significantly. Yeah, uh, that's just called regression, really... dude. Yeah, 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 dude. I like this list, man. It's a good list. Awesome. Tyler O'Neill say... might be a hope and a prayer. Yeah, I mean that's why I put him at the end because like that late, just the power speed, like it's just like all right, throw a dart, right? Like, <laughs> let's see if you hit. Um, yeah, so that's the list. Uh, got anything else for us, Gabe, before we close this bad boy out? We're near on it. Nigh on an hour and a half. Mm, no, I'll keep my uneducated comments to myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why don't you give a, give a, give us a, a Raymondism? Hmm. Okay. Well, here's my Raymondism for the day. I'll stick with Javier Baez who is still kind of in his little uh in his little turnaround here maybe maybe not 
but he ended up diving for a ball today and he blocked the ball with his groin or his oh. general groinal region. And he gathered the ball, taking it off the nads, and he turned it into a double play. You should, uh, wow. you should go look it up. It's kind of Did funny. Did he have a cup watch. on? Did he have a cup? I, you know, I'm assuming. I don't know. I'll have to ask. <laughs> it, it looks like he must have, or he doesn't have any feeling in that region. One or the other. I'm not saying that. I, I think he already has two or three kids, so that's probably good. He doesn't need to have any more. But it's worth watching. <laughs> yes. MLB sterilization technique. By the way, uh, Shane Bieber got rocked today, so you made that trade at the perfect time because probably you couldn't make that now. 9.64 ERA today, 257 with against the lowly Chicago White Sox. Good trade, right. Gabe. I lost you. What was that last thing you said? I said Shane Bieber got rocked today. Oh, good. He's 964 so- ERA, 257 with. So you traded him at the perfect time. <laughs> well, you he was on a high. bunch of – he, honestly, dude, he was on a ton of sell high lists. Joe, uh, go find was... go find Gabe Joe and go get him. <laughs> go, find, go find his twenty acre farm. Hey, Joe, didn't wasn't Joe the one getting swindled out of a win in FAI this this uh, yes this past week? Yes, yes. <laughs> that, like that's gonna a, make it right for him. Yeah, that's such an odd new oddity, dude. I had that happen in another league where I should be three and three, and I got ripped. So I'm going to, I have to look into this now and see like how he got it fixed because I'm going to do the same thing in my other league. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> crazy, dude. It's cool that they were. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Right on. That's cool. it. Thanks, Tim. We'll see you. Bye.